now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod with your host Blaze and Meech, a podcast with a novel perspective on life from a couple of super terrific booper dykes, but you can call us studs. Now let's get to it. Meech, drop that beat. Everyday studs here to penetrate your mind with insight and mischief of the stud kind one episode at a time. It's a new week and we're moving to a new beat. What's really good, Meech? Hey, um, everything's good. Um, I got my final round of 5G chipping today. Feeling pretty good, you know. Got to keep the old folks safe. Um, government's definitely following what I'm doing now. They weren't before. <laughs> But um yeah, everything's good. Um just been been working usual. Um, haven't really got a chance to, to play my PlayStation this week. Been trying to work on uh finishing up a a, a little short story. I'm trying my hand at writing. Um we'll see we'll see what comes of it. <laughs> and then uh yeah, just been kinda trying to help my sister find a house out here, but the market is ridiculous right now. Like mm. New York is just it doesn't make sense how expensive it is. Like just for an apartment, like a two bedroom, one bathroom apartment, the rent is the same amount that you would pay for like a mortgage on a million dollar house. So uh, uh, home prices are up um, everywhere. I mean, it's yeah. a seller's it's a seller's market right now. So if you're into that thing and you have something to sell uh, mm. now, so. Will probably be a good time because the home prices are just ridiculous. We even yeah. considered uh, making some moves because of that. So yeah, definitely, it's hard out there if you're trying to buy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I get you know it's a seller's market, but New York just in itself is expensive. Like I don't understand how people are surviving out here, bro. Oh yeah, like yeah, I don't know, but um. Yeah, so that's that's my ranting, my my old lady ranting. <laughs> but um, yeah, other than that, you know, everything's good. What you been up to? Um, nothing much. You know, I'm still working on my my honey to do list of things that need to be taken care of around the house. I finished my gate, which I'm very proud of, and put it together. Yay. I even made sure I told Nikki and had her go out there and look at it and admire it <laughs> and tell me how great it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yes, when she hadn't said anything about this gate, I went to her and I'm like, you're not going to say nothing about my gate right. or what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you've see seen it. For real. So, yes, okay. Um, but, you know, that's about it. Trying to take advantage um, with May being Mental Health Month. Uh, my job recognizes that. So, um, you know, they let everybody take a day uh, for mental health. And, um, you know, that's the hardest thing for me to do is just to sit and take a day and, like, try to not do anything. Right. If it's, especially during the week. Like, on the weekend, I don't know, sometimes it just kicks in because I've been busting my ass all week. But during the weekday, I feel like I need to fill that time with something. Yeah, so, you can do more something. Yeah. But it's, it's hot as hell, so... 
what I had planned to do was to be outside. But as soon as I opened up that door, that he smacked me right in the face. And I was like, maybe not today. So. <laughs> still, I still can't even wear shorts out here, man. Oh, you, you got to be kidding me. I did see something about snow. And I'm like, what? I can't. Um, it's it's hot as hell. Okay, I can't imagine wearing anything but shorts and a t-shirt. I wish. <laughs> and basketball shorts at that. Oh. Well, this week, we wanted to get into something new. And if there's one thing that is uniquely common amongst most studs, it's the ink on our skin. Whether it's a full-on sleeve or a dedication to someone we grieve, a tale of each tat is a story. And here's one of ours. Since we're starting this new segment off for the first time, why don't we start at the beginning? Now, uh, Mish, do you remember your first tattoo and like where you were and who you were with and all the fun details? Yeah. Of it? <laughs> I was in Miami, of course. Um, so I was hanging out. Um, my sister actually came into town. It was when I had first moved there. I might have been there, maybe like this was after the crazy cousin kicked me out. So <laughs> probably about like three months in. Um, I had, you know, I had some roommates, cool roommates. I actually, um, was rooming with, uh, a WNBA, a former WNBA player. So I was hanging out with her and all her, her teammates. So I'm like the little one in the group and we're out on South beach. And, uh, my sister came out with us and we walked past this tattoo shop and my sister was like, let's get tattoos. I was like, I bet <laughs> I didn't have any, you know, she had a couple, but I never had a tattoo. So we walk into the shop and this big old dude whose name was Batman, I never forget him because he was just huge and he had a big ass full back tattoo of Batman on his uh, uh, on his back, obviously. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I was thinking of like what to get because I always I never wanted to get a tattoo without like putting any thought into it. But I was like, my sister's about to pay for it. Might as well get it, you know. So I had a chain at the time that had like three butterflies and like a certain design on it. And I was like, let me get this, because it always reminded me of something that my mother would always say. Um, three sayings she would say. So I ended up getting that tattooed on my back. And uh, I got, you know, it was like, I think he charged me like 300 for it. But at the time, I didn't know any better, you know, because I never had a tattoo. And then, you know, it's South Beach, so I was expecting it to be expensive. And my sister was like, all right, she paid for it. So I was like, all right, bet. But it was just like a regular black and gray tattoo. Um and, it, you know, it came out nice. It was actually probably one of the, the better tattoos that I have, even though it was real simple. Um, but, yeah, it was my first tattoo. I didn't – and I liked the – like, the pain didn't bother me. Like, that's what I was concerned about. My sister was screaming and crying because she got tattooed on her ankle. And she yeah. was in all this pain, and I was all worried. And I took it like a champ. I was like, what? This ain't nothing. Like, I could do this all day. Hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it was fun. Everybody that I was with, of course, everybody from Miami, from the other side of the bridge, not like South Beach, Miami. You know what I mean? So they yeah. were like, 300 for a tattoo? Nah, that's crazy. Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't pay that. Blah, blah, blah. You bugging. But it was fun. The experience was fun. I was with a bunch of cool people, you know? So that's a memory I keep. Yeah. Uh, my first one, uh, I might have even spoken about it on, on here before, but um, my first one I got, I was – too young to to get it. I, I shouldn't have got. I shouldn't have been able to get it. But you know, that's how my life obviously went. Like I was too young for everything I was doing, but I was I was in it. So, um, and it ended up being this big ass gas butterfly. 
Yeah. And I got it for the, you know, my my girl at the time. It was like supposed to represent her because, you know, when you're young and all that, you're in love. And you're like, this is forever. And <laughs> all that dumb shit. And um, so I got like one wing had her favorite color and the other wing had my favorite color. And hmm. Um, I think I mentioned it on here before where somebody had gotten her name tattooed across their chest while we oh, were man. together. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, and so I felt obligated to get her name tattooed on me, right? Because I'm like, oh, she's no. my girl. This right. <laughs> person is like, like what? So I, I was like, yeah, you know, go ahead and do it. At first, I was just like going to get the, the butterfly. But then, like I said, I felt obligated. So... I guess my better judgment, I went ahead and, and did that. But I was like, just make sure that shit's not that big. Right. <laughs> I'm like, it can be there, just not that big. So anyway, so that was that. I've since gotten that covered up with actually probably was one of my favorite tattoos that I have, if not my favorite. But um, it definitely was a memorable experience, you know. And to make it through, that's what started my, um, like, I can't get a tat without a blow pop. Like, I have to have a Uh-oh. bag of blow pops, and I just suck and bite on those things through the pain. And, Why blow and pops, though? Um, because, like, the people the people who I went with to get to get my first tat or whatever, that was their trick to get them through. Like, that's that's how they, they got through. So, um, they went to the store and got, like, a bag of blow pops, and it yeah. just worked. You know what I'm saying? Because... To be honest with you, I'm not like a fan of the pain. I just like the after effect. After effect, okay. like I love the t- tattoo. I just mm-hmm. don't like getting it. You oh, know what I'm saying? Like okay. I'm not here for that. Um, that pain necessarily, but I do love tattoos. So it is what it is. Right. Yeah. I'm not like you, just trying to get. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind pleasure <laughs> from the pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good on that one. But um, all right, Meech, you know, we were chopping it up before the show, and you brought up something that you had some things you wanted to say about. Mm-hmm. So let's get to it. I mean, what you got brewing in a pot this week, bruh? So I'm scrolling through IG and I see a post for like a New York City dyke march, and I'm like, oh, cool, you know. Of course, you know, I'm not a big fan of the word dyke because, you know, when we were younger, it was a derogatory term. Now I get, you know, we're reclaiming it and shit. But anyway, I'm looking through the post and I'm trying to see when it when it's coming up and what's going on. And I read through all the information and then I see like all the hashtags and it's like hashtag, you know, dykes of Instagram, lesbian, queer, transgender, butch femme lesbian bush lesbian like everything bisexuals they included the bisexuals they included everybody but studs Mm. so i felt some type of way about that because i'm like why are we not invited to the barbecue Mm. and you know i was like should i feel some type of way about that or is it just ignorance that you know most people who who consider themselves dykes don't take into consideration that you know people of color masculine presenting women of color refer to themselves usually as studs. I mean, and you would think that people would, um, I mean, I, to be, first of all, I can get where you can feel some type of way. Cause the first thing, you know, um, 
I felt the same way when you sent it to me. Like, damn, they couldn't even put us in the hashtag. Like, I'm not saying it right. has to be the the dyke and stud march. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, if you're going to yeah. include all of these hashtags, then why not include stuff? Right. And why not include studs? Because it's we're out there. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's any kind of a, a underground thing or we're right. in the same circles, especially online. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we all fall under the hashtag lesbian. Yeah. So why not include us specifically, especially if you went to the length of including all of these yeah. hashtags? Right. Right? Yeah, that's why I was like, I was trying to, you know, I was trying to find a way around, you know, like, to understand it, but I just couldn't. Like, it had me tight. Like, there's no representation for us, and then you you know, you leave us out too. Like, we're supposed to be an inclusive, you know, everything is inclusive now. Everybody's trying to include everybody, but I feel like we always get left out. Like, we get left out of shows. You know what I mean? We get left out of hashtags. Like, damn, we can't even get a hashtag? (laughs) You know? Like, we got got to do it all ourselves, you know? What else we got to do to to get invited to the barbecues? That's real though. I mean, yeah. we're 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 super terrific Uber dykes, yes, but that's because we're studs. You you know what I'm right. saying? Like not because uh, we're dykes per se. And like like you said, I mean, you saying that the word dyke when we were coming up kind of was like not not uh, a favorite <laughs> word to use. You know what I'm saying? It was right. more derogatory. And uh, that made me think of this conversation that I got into with somebody on Facebook because they said mm. that they felt that way about the word the word stud. Mm. But the way that they came at me made me feel like maybe they had never really listened to the show because it's not like we're we're not calling ourselves studs like studs like we're not we're horses or we're men. We know that we're not. And if you listen to our very first episode, we right. actually right exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, we acknowledge that fact. We're not ignorant to what Webster says. Right. But there's a lot of things that Webster says that people have taken to uh, mean their own thing. Exactly. And Webster has eventually had to adjust. Exactly. To that meaning. So, all I'm trying to say is we're studs. We're here. We're queer. We're gay. We're lesbian. We are super terrific Uber dykes. And we deserve to be included. Exactly. <laughs> I'm mad, it. bro. Like I wanna go to I wasn't I really wasn't mad at first, but then when I saw they didn't even put us in the hashtags, I was like, hold on. I know. God and I don't, I'm not into getting into like, you know, internet arguments be, or right, anything like right, that. Right, yeah, exactly. Like just, it's not about that, but alone, damn. But... We deserve yeah, some respects yeah. too. Yeah, what? put some respect on my name. Damn, everything but stud. Yeah, like, what's, that's what what's up saying. with that? They had they they had ags, they had tomboys, everything. Because I'm like, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a New York thing, right? So, it, but I know that that term is in New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know that that's not a a non <laughs> a non entity or a non word in in New York. I know for a fact that's there. So. Uh, 
that's another thing. Like, is that was that on purpose or was it ignorance? It really does make you wonder. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm a little tight about it. Yeah. yeah at this point, because I want you know, like I want to support shit, but how can I support something that doesn't support me or include me? You know. Right. Or like I feel at least feel like they did. Like exactly. Like they don't have to put the spotlight on it. It's right. A, a dike march is a dike march. Right, yeah, and that's cool because, you know, I knew what it was when I saw the the flyer, but then when you hashtag everything but is what kind of made me upset. Like, cool, New York is having, like, a dyke march. I get it, you know, something gay. I want to go to everything gay I can go to, you know what I mean? Right, right. But I just felt like... I don't care who's behind the rainbow as long as there's a rainbow. (laughs) Exactly, like, I felt personally attacked being a stud by being left out only because you included everybody else. Right. Or right. every other label, had, right? Right, right. Any other, and like almost every other possible one, except yeah. for that one. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, we're just saying. We here and we queer too. Facts. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, that shit had me, had me tight, but um, another thing I, I saw as I was scrolling on IG was, um, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, Simon and Schuster is, um, announcing like a, a contest. They're trying to be inclusive. So I don't know if that means everybody but studs, but <laughs> I'm going to apply. They are, um, they're doing a contest. Um, they're trying to include books, you know, publishing books and stuff by people of color and, different genders and stuff like that. So I thought that that was pretty cool. Um, it's, I think it's called, it's a, what is it? An annual opportunity to highlight underrepresented writers and, and celebrate the diversity of the readers we serve. So, you know, I'm the bookworm and I don't really find too many books um, about studs and our experiences and, you know, just lesbians in general. There are a few out there and I do try to read them and support the, the authors, but I haven't really seen too many that, you know, are specifically for us and things that we can relate to. So there, there are some opportunities for us. And then of course we have, um, representation and thanks to, uh, to Lena Waithe. Yeah. Um, she, you were talking about, um, the Simon and Schuster thing, uh, I think I spoke about it before, but that's because I was more so speaking about uh, Cynthia Rebo. But um, the program mm-hmm. that she has with um, her Hillman grad productions, and it's with her, Cynthia Rebo, and Janelle Monet, uh, mm-hmm. Defining Moments is called. And it's about like helping to mentor um, people and guide their careers through like production assistance and things like have to do with the entertainment industry and things like that. It's so along those lines of like looking for talent and trying to help uh, frame and shape somebody's career and right. in that same vein and, you know, provide more representation um, specifically for Lena though. She has her, the master of none, which, you know, was Aziz Ansari's show that they uh, shelved for a little while <laughs> he went through some legal uh, situation but um, they brought it back and this next season is supposed to be focusing uh, on Lena Waite's character Denise on the show and mm-hmm. you know 
it was this show and her character, Denise, is how she ended up winning um, the Emmy, it was? Yeah, I think it was Emmy. Yeah, for that Thanksgiving episode with her. And uh, then she had Angela Bassett playing her mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you have you ever seen that episode? Thanksgiving episode? Um, I think I saw it a while ago. But I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. So, I mean, her character is all throughout, or is through is in more than just that episode, but that was the main, mm-hmm. like, main, main thing. And that's what really jumped her off, jumped off for her. And, you know, the, the shy is coming back, too. So, oh, yeah. you have that. We have representation uh, in that, in that mm-hmm. series. And uh, 20s. Oh yeah, it has been aired on BET like tw- uh, like crazy. But I saw recently that they're filming, I believe, and saw the cast on set. So oh, that's coming back. So that's definitely you know our representation is uh is getting up there. But I think more of us need to apply for these kinds of things, like the defining moments and the Simon and Schuster mm-hmm. thing. Like we need to get ourselves involved in them instead of just being on the sidelines. That's a fact. Because that would that would definitely help, um, you know, help get us out there. Us, yeah, if you see it, then you can believe it <laughs> that yeah. you can achieve it. Yeah. yeah, I encourage everybody to. If you think you got what it takes, let's get out there. Because yeah. I'm sick of not being invited to the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, so. Let's get wild. It's a wild world we live in. Don't believe us? We obviously haven't spent any time on the internet. What's even more scary are some of the questions we come across from others seeking advice. Luckily for them, we're here to be their guides. (laughs) This week's question is, who eats more booty? Femmes or studs? (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Uh, I, I'm gonna probably say studs, cause I I don't know. I, I don't know, man. These films out here be tricky, boy. And from some of these TikTok videos, I see about studs getting turned out. Lord knows what's going on boy. in these oh, uh, these situations. I'm like, this younger generation is different. <laughs> very, very different. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like, we are mad different, but. So I don't know. I mean, it could be a tie. Yeah, it's probably even. (laughs) I would like to hope that the studs would win this one, but you know. You just never know. I I heard the funniest quote about eating ass because it was like so close to the pussy that how could you not eat the ass too? And I cannot remember it right now, but it was magnificent at the time and I laughed so hard <laughs> magnificent though damn yes. I need you to find that <laughs> oh man I was like I gotta share this with the peeps but obviously I was probably medicated at the time <laughs> uh, and on that note we're going to end the show here follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two studs in a pod and on our individual pages on Instagram Meech's the homie Meech and Twitter at homie Meech. For myself, it's it.me.blaze on Instagram and it's me blaze2 on Twitter. Don't forget to check out our site, 
twosonsinapod.com, where you can find our latest episodes and more. For our voyeur peeps, visit our YouTube channel for our animated podcast every Thursday. You can catch us on podcast platforms everywhere. Gratitude is always the attitude. So we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in.